0: This week on Minnesota Native News, questions of history and justice over a piece of Dakota land on the University of Minnesota campus. Lori Stern reports.
1: When people come out to this garden, I make
2: sure that this is the first thing we talk about, is the land we're on. That is Chante Suda, Francis Betleon, Oglala Lakota, and caretaker of the Native American Medicine Garden on the St. Paul campus of the University of Minnesota. Two years ago on Minnesota Native News, My colleague Melissa Townsend reported on the ways Betlian used the garden to educate and connect people, not just to each other, but to the natural world. His approach has made this garden very different from the other plots of
0: land here. The plot next door is covered with rows and rows of soybeans planted in flat brown dirt. In the corner of the plot, there's a green garden hose for watering. The medicine garden is lush and crowded with a variety of tall plants Most of them tower over my head. And there are a few juvenile trees. Sage, sweetgrass, milkweed, sunflowers, and a number of other species, native and non-native, are working together here.
1: Mm, Anywhere between 75 and 100 different perennial species in the garden right now, along with corn, squash, uh, green beans, tomatoes, peppers, all those common annual
2: vegetable plants. Bitlion is a landscape designer by training and he's been an employee of the university since 2005. He's made this parcel a place for healing and conversation. He said that his and the community's goal is to plant perennial seeds here, food that sustained Dakota people for centuries. He said he hasn't done it because the university has never committed to making the medicine garden permanent. In early May, Betleyan learned his annual contract would not be renewed.
1: We don't bring in profit because that's not our way, but we give more than that in education and community building and looking at our indigenous food sovereignty. And we've created an indigenous food sovereignty movement there, as well as uh, a movement into truth-telling, we put it.
2: Betleian said, a movement into truth-telling. Over Zoom, those last words were hard to hear. He said, truth-telling is necessary for healing. So when the university, which acknowledges it occupies ancestral Dakota land, when the university reverted to its role as colonizer, Betleian's many supporters were not having it. More than 300 of them signed a letter demanding not just Betleian's reinstatement, but that the medicine garden no longer be part of the College of Food, Agriculture, and Natural Resource Sciences, or CFANs. Instead, supporters asked that the garden, quote, be provided with the stable, perpetual support necessary to create a genuine opportunity for decolonization and cultural healing, end quote.
1: What people can do immediately is stop, stop practicing colonization. Start practicing values that are humane. Come with love, come with compassion, come with understanding and come with an open heart. To everybody around you, even your own families, because we need to do this in the indigenous communities as well. We got to stop in infighting because infighting is part of colonization.
2: In response, the University of Minnesota sent Minnesota Native News this email from CFAN's Dean Bohr. The founding and current coordinator and caretaker of the garden, Chante Sutta Francis Betleon, has created a living learning garden that upholds Indigenous knowledge sharing and connection with the land. As we move forward, we will keep the mission of the garden at the center of our planning, one that emphasizes education, honors Indigenous food sovereignty, the teaching and wisdom of food as medicine and protects the garden for generations in recognition of its role in serving as a bridge to the Dakota community on whose ancestral lands the University of Minnesota currently resides. In honor of that, we seek counsel from Indigenous people on ongoing work and programming related to the Native American medicine garden, unquote. Obviously, this is a story that continues. For Minnesota Native News, I'm Laurie Stern.
0: Minnesota Native News is produced by Ampers, diverse radio for Minnesota's communities. Made possible by funding from the Minnesota Arts and Cultural Heritage Fund
1: and the citizens of Minnesota.